everybody. Uh, my name is Cade Richards, and I am the campus minister at the Lions for Christ, which is the campus ministry out of West Ark Church of Christ, where you're currently sitting. And so uh, this is our logo up here, and I honestly just wanted to take the time this morning to say thank you. Uh, so I absolutely love my job, and this is the craziest time of year. And so I wanted to say thank you guys so much for all the prayers, all the support, um, because God is doing things on campus, and uh, it's absolutely a blessing to be a part of that, and we could not have done it without you guys and your support. So for the college students that are here, uh, I'm stoked that you guys are here. If this is your first Sunday, what I hope to communicate to you guys is uh, that there are a lot of people here that you don't know, but they love you. There are a ton of people here that you have no idea who they are, their story, anything about that, um, but we genuinely love you. We love college students. So can I get the next slide, please? So this is Prayer Pal Sunday, and um, it is an awesome Sunday because all bets are off on Prayer Pal Sunday. We can do whatever we want, so <laughs> that's probably why I'm up here teaching. And so uh, what I want you guys to know is, uh, so I went to Thailand maybe well, I guess I was like three years ago now, pre-COVID, and uh, this is cross-cultural. So I had a guy come up to me um, right before I was about to preach my very first sermon in Thailand. And so I'm a little nervous, you know, like trying to get everything right. And he comes up to me, he's like, hey, Kay, there's something that you really, really need to know about our culture before you go on. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of nervous. And he's like, in our culture, we measure the quality of the sermon by the length of time it is. And he goes, one time I heard a two-minute sermon best message I ever heard in my life. <laughs> so today, like, I'm going to preach a short sermon because I am under the uh, absolute opinion, you know, this is my opinion, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, I don't think we need more information, really, this Sunday, but we need to put what we already have into practice. So we need an opportunity to be the church, not just sit and listen as a church. And so we are going to take our text from Mark, which is my favorite gospel, um, and it's kind of the sports center of the gospel, so to speak. So here's what you need to know to follow Jesus. And so our text this morning is going to be in Mark 3, verses 31 through 35. And what you need to know, I'm going to set this up really quickly, is at this point, we are about a year into Jesus' public ministry. And so at this point in, in Jesus' life, in his public ministry, he has amassed a crowd. And in that crowd, this is extremely important, in that crowd, there are always people that want to make him king. So you have the group of people that they're like, this is the guy. Let's make him king. But there are also people in every crowd that he amasses that want to kill him. And so you had this kind of duality of perceptions on Jesus, but as Jesus is, to be, is beginning to draw these crowds, he is teaching the things. He's saying, okay, come to me and listen. I'm not going to be overly excited about how many people are here, but I'm also not going to stray away or shy away from crowds. But if you're going to listen to me, this is what it's like to follow me. He is setting the, the tone, the culture of what it is like to follow him and what it is like to be in the kingdom of heaven. So this is, yes, thank you. That was a, a really nice slide change there. So at this point, Jesus has all, everyone's ear. They're all listening to him. And he says something extremely uh, radical, crazy. So I'm just going to read it. So he says, he's teaching, and I guess at this point he's in a house, and it's basically packed out with people. And so as he's teaching what it means to follow him, what it means to be in the kingdom of God, 
his mom and his brother and his brothers come and they want to pull him out because they think he's crazy. And so that's where we pick up our story. So then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him and they told him, your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. This is what Jesus says. Who are my mother and brothers, he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, here are my mothers and brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Let me just indulge me. I really like the message. Uh, Some people hate on it. Um, I think it's more of an interpretation than a translation, but it's an extremely valuable tool for studying your Bible, I believe. So this is what the message, this is how it puts those verses. Just then, his mother and brother showed up. Standing outside, they relayed a message that they wanted a word with him. He was surrounded by the crowd when he was given the message. Your mother and brothers and sisters are outside looking for you. Jesus responded, who do you think are my mother and brothers? Looking around, taking in everyone seated around him, he said, right here, right in front of you, my mother and my brothers. And this is what I wanted us to read. Obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys God's will is my brother and sister and mother. So my very, very simple thought for this morning is, do we believe this? When Jesus has the ear of all these people who are trying to figure out what does it mean to follow Jesus, this is what he says. This is one of the very first things he says. And he drops this bomb, this radical bomb saying, if you want to follow Jesus, if you hunger for a relationship with God, and you are willing to be obedient and do his will, then you're family. And that is thicker than blood. So as much as all of us, I'm sure, love our family, I would wager that most of you here, I hope, are here because you desire a relationship for God this morning. And probably you are willing to do what it takes. You are willing to do God's will. And so what Jesus says is he says, that means we are family here. And we are not just church friends. But look to the people to your right and to your left. I'm going to do the classic, you know, like, (laughs) look to one of these people will die. No, I'm just kidding. So look to your right and to your left. You should love that person. And this is not, you know, nebulous. Literally, you should love that person as much as you love your brother or your sister that's related by blood. And so today, I genuinely believe that a lot of people are really bored in church. And it's for just a couple of reasons, honestly. One is you don't feel any, (laughs) we've got a hand raised over there. (laughs) This is not not participation just yet. (laughs) I am extremely bored. (laughs) So one of the reasons is, is we don't feel any sense of real community. You have no connection to the people that are sitting around you right now. And I think that that's a shame, that we don't feel real relationships with the people we claim are or or should be the most important in our lives. And the other is we don't have a sense of of a common mission. There's no purpose. It's like you just want me to show up and listen every single Sunday? This is extremely boring. It doesn't challenge me. It doesn't put my talents and passions into play. But I'm here to tell you, family, that we have a mission 
So we are a family. And I love Prayer Pal Sunday because that puts it right in front of our faces. Older men and older women, and I'm not talking, I'm talking like my age, like older. What I'm saying is we have a job to do. We have a family to take care of. We have to train and instruct younger men and younger women, share with them our flaws, share with them our talents, our passions, train them up. That is what you are called to do. And younger people, you have a family to take care of, to share your dreams, your hopes, your passions, to bounce ideas and situations off of. We are a family. And so this morning, I want to invite us to be the church. So I am a realist. Uh, I think that's part of the reason I like Mark, is it's very pragmatic. Uh, This isn't going to happen, like we're not just going to build these amazing relationships in the next 10 minutes. But what I'm asking you to do for the next 10, 15 minutes is to kind of get over yourselves, the too cool for school attitude, and engage someone around you. So whenever I put some questions up here on the screen, this is... Yeah, that's a great first one. (laughs) So what I want you guys to do is I want you to feel completely comfortable. I know it's church. It's really weird. You got your spot. You're going to sit to the day you die. But also, this morning, I want to challenge you. You can get up and move around. There could be a lot of movement in the room. But I want you to engage someone around you. So if that's your prayer pal, that's your prayer pal. I want you to run through these questions. And there's a series of three rounds, so to speak. Um, But if you do not have a prayer pal, Maybe it's someone in your neighborhood, the area around where you typically sit. Just slide down the pew to them and just have a conversation with this, them this morning because I think we have to get to know each other. I want us to take the first steps from just being church friends or pew friends to actually being real people in, in one another's lives this morning. Okay, so and if you're at home, um, I would love for you to do this uh, with whoever's there at your house. Or also, you can text someone. Uh, I think that would be a great way to spend your morning this morning. So text through some of these questions with someone that you're thinking of. Uh, But other than that, I'm going to do this with my prayer pal. Uh, But I want you guys to roll through these questions. And after each round, I'll say a little bit of something. But uh, ready, break. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what to do. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, go, Go to the next one. All right, everybody, uh, hopefully you had some good conversation. We are now going to move into round two, so there may be people uh, that are very process-oriented, so if you did not get to a question, that is okay. So the point is not to get through all the questions, it's to have a good conversation and to go a little bit deeper each round. So Chris, will you take us to the next round? Uh, So I want you guys to talk about these questions, uh, and then we'll come back together, so go ahead. All right, everybody, uh, I want to encourage you to move on to round three now. This will be the final round, so go ahead and transition to these questions. All right, everybody, uh, thank you guys for allowing me some latitude within this sermon. I hope that you had an awesome, awesome time together. Um, I do want to invite you, if you got cut off in a really good conversation, or even if you didn't, uh, we want to invite you to the lunch afterwards. So we're going to have a lunch in the gym. You just go out here, take a left, and then just listen for noisy people, and you'll probably find the gym. So uh, we want you guys to continue this. So I think that that meal is as important as this sermon or even communion, and because I think it's just sharing life with one another.
And so um, I want to uh, invite you to continue your conversations, continue building that trust with your prayer pal or other people in this church, um, because the reality is we are a family. Um, Jesus says we are a real family. This is the realest family you'll ever have. And we are united by one thing, that we all desperately need the grace of Jesus Christ. And so that is what makes us, uh, it should make us even closer than our blood family. And so thank you guys. I absolutely love you. This was an awesome Sunday, not because I preach, but it was just awesome hearing y'all talk and converse with one another. I'm going to say a prayer, and then we're going to worship a little bit more before uh, communion. Father in heaven, thank you so much uh, for this group of people. Uh, we are so diverse, and um, it is just amazing to see all these different people come into a room and uh, we are united by your blood. So, Father, I pray that we celebrate that, that we continue having awesome conversations today at the lunch, uh, but also talking about spiritual things. I hope that we make that a, just a normal thing within this family, uh, talking about what's hard in our life, but also talking about what you're doing in our life. And so, Father, just uh, I just ask you to break down the, the walls of awkwardness, I guess, and just make us so open and so relaxed with one another. And so... Um, Father, just uh, continue to grow these relationships throughout the year, and we love you, Lord. We love you so much, and we are so thankful um, for your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.